Hello everybody, it is your friendly dog training mentor, April Boulevard. Thank you so much for coming in and listening to another one of my Why Does My Dog Do That podcast. So before we get into this week's podcast, let's get the formalities out of the way. First of all, if you're enjoying these podcasts, please favorite and subscribe so you don't miss them. Also, if you're really enjoying them, don't forget to leave a favorable review on places like iTunes and Google so that way your fellow dog lovers will find these podcasts a lot easier. And finally, if you think that these podcasts are awesome sauce, you can go to anchor.fm backslash dog mentor and leave me a monetary thank you. Buy me a cup of coffee. I greatly appreciate it. If you do do this, please screenshot it and send it to me at dogtrainerhk at yahoo.com. I'll have that in the descriptions because I want to give you a shout out on my podcast and also a gift. So now that we've got the formalities out of the way, let's get into the podcast. So now we're in part three, the final podcast on our Can I Get a Pet series. And if you've missed out on listening to part two and part one, you definitely want to go back and do that. When I was young, there was only a few ways to do research on pets or anything for that matter. It was to ask somebody with hopefully accurate knowledge or find a book. Now, we have so many more choices. And yet, it can be overwhelming. Where do I go? The pet store, online, Facebook, Instagram, podcast, YouTube, the World Wide Web. What if I find conflicting advice? Well, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about some of the best places that I've found you can get some good information from and what to do if you do find some conflicting advice. So let's do it. So before we go into uh, the places that um, I recommend for research and also what to do when you find conflicting information, there's something that is really important. So when trying to find reliable information, uh, the important factor to remember is don't look to validate your beliefs, but be open to find the best advice. When I was looking into getting guinea pigs, one common thread was that they are herd animals and should not live alone. And I admit I searched for something to validate my want of only getting one, but that is not how to do research. We have to really keep an open mind and accept the best uh, advice and not just try to validate our wants or our thoughts. So just remember that while you're going in and doing your research. So now, let me simplify that research process for you by sharing some of the places I found um, that I got the best info from. So my top one is Pinterest. And if you don't Pinterest, you should, because it's full of information and recipes and DUIs. And yes, not everything is reliable on there, so definitely use your better judgment. 
But the great part of it is you can organize all the information that you find in one place. And even if you don't find it on Pinterest, most of the things that you find on the web, you can pin. So it saves you time searching for it later. Some examples of some of the things that I pinned were um, getting pig feeding, like what's safe and not, how to do fleece bedding, homemade toys and treats, how to make my own hay feeder. So now it's all together in my guinea pig board and I don't really have to worry about trying to search for it and remember what where I got it from. It's all right there in one place and organized. So another great place if you're a visual person is YouTube. If you like to see things done like me, then you definitely want to go to YouTube. So I found some really great how-to videos and I also found an amazing YouTube channel called Scotty's Animals. Scott does guinea pig rescue and he shares his amazing knowledge on YouTube. So just subscribing to his channel and going down through his videos and finding like some of the questions that I had already answered in his videos really helped me a lot, saved me time on research and gave me the information that I needed. Now, if you're an audio person and you like to listen more, maybe you don't have a lot of time to do research and that's what the great thing about podcasts, like you're listening right now, right? And getting information. So looking up uh, the type of animal that you want to get on podcasts and finding maybe some podcasts about their care or um, how, to, how to deal with behavior issues and stuff is really going to help you. Or say you're looking for a certain breed of dog. Maybe there's a podcast on someone discussing some of those traits of that certain breed of dog. But podcasts are great. You can sit there. Put your headphones on, go for a jog, or wash the dishes, and still be able to do that research and multitask if you're really busy. So, aside from the web and and podcasts, going old school and asking a vet or someone you know um, who has a pet that you're interested in and does a great job caring for that pet is always a great place to get advice as well. Bottom line is, no matter where you go, make sure that you're open to really finding the best advice and not getting your thoughts validated in the information that you're seeking. Now, when you find some conflicting advice, what do you do? Well, some of the best ways that you can handle that is, of course, to ask an expert, you know, someone you trust, or just do some more in-depth research and follow the common thread. For example, when I was looking up vegetables um, to feed guinea pigs, some said broccoli and some said no. So I did some more um, in-depth research and I found that broccoli can give them gas and cause bloating and just give them stomach trouble so it was best to stay away from that. So when you see some conflicting advice, maybe it's time to just ask someone that you know and trust or do some more in-depth research on that. Remember, follow your better judgment. We all make mistakes along the way. So please don't beat yourself up. Animals are pretty forgiving and really, bottom line, they're just thankful for your love and a good home. And you don't need much research for that. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast of Why Does My Dog Do That? And if you did, don't forget 
to favorite and subscribe so you won't miss next week's. If you've been listening to these podcasts for a while and enjoy them, could you please go to someplace like iTunes and leave a favorable review because this helps your fellow animal lovers find these podcasts a lot easier. Do you have a why does my dog do that question? Maybe you know of a crazy outlandish pet product you'd like to see featured on a future podcast. Or maybe you just have some comments you'd like to share. I want to hear from you. You can leave them for me in one of two ways. First, if you're listening to this on the Anchor app, just press that message button and leave me an audio message. Or you can always go to my website, www.followaprilslead.com. I'll have that link in the description. Did some of the information I shared with you really help you and you feel like you want to leave a monetary donation? Well, you can do that by going to anchor.fm backslash dog mentor. If you do this, make sure you screenshot and email it to me at dogtrainerhk at yahoo.com. I'll have that in the descriptions because I want to give you a shout out on a future podcast and also a gift. Take care of your dogs and love them. They'll love you for it. I hope to see you here next week for another Why Does My Dog Do That podcast.